0: Hey guys and welcome back to Let's Talk Liverpool and the question that I am toying with and that I'm sure many Liverpool fans around the world will be toying with is wondering whether this defeat to Manchester City leaves us completely out of the title race as was always going to be a tough game anyway and given the run of form we've been in over the past four to six weeks and how good City have been in particular over the past month or so. This game was going to be a crunch game to really test our credentials to see whether we really still could cut it this season. Um, and honestly, the, the the short the short answer is no. We 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 just can't cut it at the moment. We are we are a long long way off uh, the pace that is currently being set in the Premier League, both in terms of points, but also in terms of performance, uh, confidence, mentality. Courage was a word used a lot in the analysis after the game. We're just a long way off in in many in all ways um, at the moment, and this game really exemplified it because we were we were playing the team that's probably the polar opposite of what we are right now. A team playing with confidence, a team playing with fluidity, uh, a team playing um, you know not holding anything back, uh, always trying to win, looking for ways to score goals, and. Um, yeah, it was it was a it was a very very tough game uh, and one that I'm sure we'll look back on uh, at the end of the season and say you know what that's that's the game we knew where where city were going to win the league similar to how I think the Liverpool versus Manchester United game was last season where we beat united 2-0 at home I think I think this is an equally defining uh, game but going into the game there was obviously a couple of key questions uh, mainly around the starting lineup as to whether Jurgen Klopp would give any of the new centre-back signings uh, a debut. Obviously, it would have been a huge game to, to bring them into, uh, both having not played you know, at the highest level, um, plus obviously being their, their debut. Uh, and then also we had the uh, uncertainty of whether Alisson, Fabinho and Mane will be back into the team. And on the second bit, fortunately for us, Uh, Alisson, Fabinho and Mane all recovered from their various illnesses and knocks. Um, They've kept them out of the last couple of games and they were all back in the starting lineup today. Uh, And to answer the defensive one, it was John Henson, and Fabinho that came in. I think that was always going to be likely. I think given the the relative inexperience of both centre-backs, I think had we brought in someone that was maybe late 20s, or slightly older, uh, had played around quite a bit, then maybe Klopp would have felt more confident. But because we had two young defenders, I don't think Klopp was ever going to start them. And then the challenge for Klopp is going to be, when does he start them? We've got, I think, Leicester up next and then Everton. And those are, those are huge games against teams around us. Everton, I believe, if they win their two games in hand, go above us into fourth. So that's kind of how tight things are around the top four um, table. But... Um, Yeah, so we started off with Henderson and Fabinho. I guess the other other change was that Curtis Jones came in for James Milner. I think that was purely just because James Milner couldn't play. Um, He played like three or four games in the space of two weeks. And um, Curtis Jones, when he did come on against West Ham last weekend, uh, really did make a difference. And so uh, we needed him to, you know, his his driving, the way he plays when he drives forward, runs with the ball. Um, Klopp obviously thought we needed that. And then obviously the front three were reunited again. The first half panned out um, in a slightly strange way. City kind of held the ball. Um, we pressed or looked like we wanted to press but didn't. Uh, really kind of full commit to it. Uh, And I think that kind of sums up a a bit of the entire game that we played within ourselves, I think. Uh, I think watching it, the way I saw it was that the message to the players was don't lose. And hence, the first half was very cagey. And sorry, that that response was from a Liverpool perspective. And the Liverpool perspective was don't lose this game. We've obviously lost two home games in a row. We didn't want to make it three home losses, uh, plus... We you know we didn't want to give City that momentum and confidence that they would get from from beating us at Anfield, that they haven't done for such a long time. And I felt like that's how we played. The fullbacks really didn't kind of get forward at the, at the pace and speed that they that they have been in the past. Um, and I think that was down to instruction rather than the way City were forcing them back, or you know, City when City were playing in a way that, that that didn't allow them to do that. I think um, we still struggle with. Thiago in the midfield with Thiago and Wijnaldum. I feel they both have the tendency and want to drop deep and I know Wijnaldum's playing in the number six position because he provides a bit more um, solidity from a defensive perspective But, but Thiago naturally floats into that position as well just because that's where he's played and that's probably where he's more natural playing. The problem with that is we need Thiago further up the field. He's not going to Play, you know, those cutting passes, those ones into the strikers from that number six deep position. Um, it's going to take a ball from there, particularly against a very good defensive side, uh, such as Man City. So I think that was one problem, particularly with the midfield. And Curtis Jones kind of got into the game a little bit, but uh, on the whole struggled really. And, and as the first half went on, we kind of got into the game a little bit. Uh, Soni and had a good chance from a header, but you know, not really testing Edison and. Uh, the game was all just very, very passive. Going into the second half, it was obviously it was going to be interesting to see whether both teams, like we've seen in a couple of big games this season, would would be satisfied with, um, would be satisfied with the draw. I think, as I said, it, we us going into the game, I think we would have been satisfied with the draw. I think Man City came out with the intention that they were not going to settle for a draw, and I think we saw that with the uh, almost kind of a change of formation where they almost went for a four triple two uh, with Rodri and Gundogan. Um, and then Foden and Sterling, um, sorry, Mahrez on the right, Sterling on the left, and then Foden and Bernardo Silva going up front to just cause a little bit more pressure uh, towards Henderson and Fabinho uh, and stop those balls getting into Wine Wijnaldum and allowing him to play the ball, which he didn't really do all game. And I think that performance, particularly in the second half, really nullified anything, any any attacking prowess we really really had in the game uh, and just allowed them to dominate not that I thought we played in any way shape or form to the type of intensity that we need to play to beat Manchester City you know we've got a we've got the blueprint of how to play against Manchester City and how, and more importantly how to win against Manchester City it's high intensity press put them under pressure we saw that from the pen, and we'll talk about the goals in just a second but we saw that from the penalty our penalty where um, it was just that, that intensity of that first-time first, first time ball in behind, uh, Salah running at the defender, which led to Ruben Diaz um, making the mistake uh, and getting our penalty. So we just needed to do a bit more of that. And obviously, in the first half, I completely forgot because that's how much of a blur the first half was. Um, obviously, Manchester City had that penalty, which they missed again. That's two penalties in two games in the Premier League this season that they have missed, which is very unlike City. Gundogan blazing it miles over the bar. But in the second half, it always looked like one-way traffic um, and it always looked like it was going to be City's game for the win and you know we were going to maybe hang on or whatever. But their first goal was very good. Uh, cute little bit of play. Trent looked petrified to tackle. Trent and Fabinho, I have to say, looked petrified to tackle for, uh, tackle Sterling after what happened in the first half. And uh, it kind of just led to... Um, Foden getting quite a little space. I think Genie switched off. I think he just let Foden run off behind him. He was almost looking at where he was, but then decided to stop, and Foden ran in behind and then forced the save for Madison. But it was an easy, uh, easy finish from Gundogan for there. Uh, and then we obviously got back into the game. It was, as I said earlier, it was it was great to have a you know a first time ball in behind. Uh, and that's what I say when you put some pressure onto that Manchester City team. Uh, particularly the defenders, we do see cracks and things crumble. And that's exactly what we saw uh, for the penalty. At first, I thought it was a red card. I was wondering why, but John Stones was was pretty much there. Um, So I think it was the right decision. And Salah obviously hasn't missed, I don't think he's missed any penalties this season. I think that's seven out of seven for him. And um, he put it away. And after that, for about, I'd say even, not even five minutes, I thought, you know, maybe there was a bit of a spring in the step. Uh, Maybe that, that goal kind of, just would give the players a little bit of confidence because of uh, you know we haven't scored at home for the last couple of games and uh, you thought that maybe might be the, be the platform for us to go out, go on and possibly win the game but it literally did the complete opposite to that. Um, if anything, it gave Manchester City the the reminder and the wake up call that they could win this game and it was only would only be self inflicted if they didn't win this game uh, and after that they really kind of just got the ball rolling uh, and really forced us under kind of continuous pressure. And honestly, I can't even remember the order in which the goals went in, but there was a fantastic goal um, from Phil Foden, obviously the fourth goal. There was a great goal uh, where, one well, obviously the, the two goals they scored in between the first and the fourth were Alisson mistakes, which were which were definitely uncharacteristic. We obviously saw when he first came into Liverpool, um, him make a couple of those mistakes. The, the the one against Leicester, the Jamie Vardy one, is one that springs to mind. But but so often he's been so reliable, both with his saves, um, but also with his feet and his distribution. And um, yeah, it just was very strange. It, it, the, first, the, the first mistake he made, when he made the first mistake, um, when he was trying to pass it to Fabinho... Fabinho then passed it back to him, which I don't think was the cleverest idea. Which then he just shanked it straight into Phil Foden. Um, and you know, it, it's one of those things that the one of the criticisms of John Stones, you know, way back when he, when he first went, was to know when to boot it long and not try and be cute with playing out from the back. And I think um, in that moment, I think Allison um, just made the wrong decision. And this is not about to go too hard. This is not about going hard on Allison, but it was just. Um, just a mistake, and, and then you know his confidence was shot after that, and I think that was a big reason why he messed up a fairly simple clearance for the for the second mistake, second mistake, and, and Manchester City's third goal. Uh, but I've got to give big credits here to Phil Foden. Um... We you you know you have to appreciate great players when they play against you and when they put in performances like they put in um, like he put in against us it was crazy Um, in the first half he was fairly anonymous and that probably would explain why City weren't as threatening in the first half but he was all over it in the second half absolutely all over it and his goal capped it off obviously got the he got two assists yeah he got two assists. Um, so I'm sure in FIFA he'll be getting a team of the week, but um, he, he was absolutely fantastic, and it will be wrong for me not to call him out and uh, praise him on a fantastic performance, but then attention turns to us, I guess, and what we're going to do. I think the thing that's frustrating me a little bit is, yes, obviously the confidence is down, etc., but just nothing seems to be changing. We're just still sticking to the way of playing you know, we're not trying something different to even give the players a different challenge to get their minds thinking freshly. We're just, we're, we, it feels like we're beating the same dead horse now and and it's becoming a little bit of a problem. And I think we're going to get to a stage where we're really going to have to dig deep to try and salvage this top four. Uh, I really, really do think it's going to be very, very tough. There's teams around us that are on good runs of form and, and you know, they've got that juice that we had last season where um, we wanted to win the league. So it's definitely going to be very, very tough for us to even finish a top four. And that realistically now for me, I think, is is our ambition. It has to be our ambition. It has to be our focus now uh, for the rest of the season. It has to be on trying to secure the top four uh, and obviously go hard in the Champions League because I don't see any other uh, way for us to really do anything else this season. But that's it for this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. It was a uh, miserable defeat, but make sure to subscribe and follow the podcast as well if you're not already, if you enjoy these episodes. So thank you guys for watching and I'll catch you on the next one.